the Minnesota Football Show, your regular dose of smart, socially aware, and occasionally snarky news and commentary about local, national, and international soccer. The Minnesota Football Show co-hosts are Bridget McDowell and Sheila Reed, produced and co-hosted by Rodrigo Sanchez Javeria and Eric Silva Renner. You can follow the Minnesota Football Show at Show on your social media platform of choice. Subscribe to and rate the Minnesota Football Show on iTunes. Welcome to another edition of the Minnesota Football Show. I am Rodrigo Sanchez Chavarria. I am one of your wonderful co-hosts. I am joined by my beautiful and well-traveled co-host, uh, Eric. Eric. Jeez, I'm just not thinking up. Two weeks. I already <laughs> forgot my name. Yeah. Great. Eric, for name. <laughs> Eric. Yes. There's some Eric. dude with us today. We don't know <laughs> who dude he is. With a red hat. In a democracy we now hoodie, right? And of course, um, Bridget, uh, it's been a while. You're, since you're less traveled co host, yeah. You're <laughs> less traveled co host, well, you know. Um, but we're back, you know. Back. Last week, we we speaking of traveling, last week we had Corey, uh, Corey Shrepo on and told us about their wonderful uh visit to uh a lot of people's motherlands, but um. But um, yeah, that was good. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed yeah, it was uh, great. He was great. Corey was great. Catalonia and Spain talks. Yeah, the fact that we, he was able to watch like two games and then mm-hmm. make it to make it to Barcelona Stadium uh, to see a classical. I mean, geez, that's to have the surprise Cute. of getting to stand ten feet away from Trent Alexander on quarter day. Yeah, not bad. That's not bad. Not bad. Not bad at all. The funny thing I, I about Corey you... is yeah, that. Um, that um G was wondering, you know, G, G usually wakes up early to watch all Liverpool games. And apparently um Corey replied to one of her Instagram stories and and she said and he said, Don't bother, right? Don't bother for this <laughs> one, right? Just sleep in, right? And then he she wakes up and she told me, she's like, Yep. I'm so glad I slept in. Like she has an Instagram sport, Instagram story where she, where she posts this course. She goes, I'm so glad I slept in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I like, also yeah, slept in and I, yep. I, I think I put that one in the notes. Care. So I guess, I guess maybe I'll erase whatever, whatever. Yeah. You happens. can just delete it. That's fine. Just delete it. We'll delete it. Um, I was going to say like, there, there were a lot of people from the U S throughout um, Italy. And I, I can imagine like with Spain and England and everywhere else in Europe. And then I, I, I just bring that up. Because when we bought these tickets like three or four months ago or whatever it was, the prices were really reasonable to the point where it was about the same price to fly from Minnesota to X place in Europe to Los Angeles. Like like $100 uh-huh. difference. So it's like, okay, we're not going to go there. <laughs> we go a little farther for 100 bucks. I mean, you may as well. Yeah. Uh-huh. But anyway, yeah, it was a good time. Um, we did not get to see a lot of footy. Um, I was talking with, with Bridget before we started recording that um, everybody's buzzing in the entire uh, uh, Campania region there with, with Napoli being, I guess if we go by Champions League standards, a uh, top eight team in the world, um, everywhere, the flags and the colors. And uh, Sorrento has uh, like a third, I want to say third division team, but I mean, nobody's talking about Sorrento. It's just Napoli, Napoli everywhere. Um, and you guys saw the the presence of 
Senor Maradona, even across the bay. Um, it, he's everywhere, everywhere. And the, um, oh, the Georgian striker, I always forget how to pronounce his name. It starts with a K. But there's there's a lot of interesting comparisons that the locals are doing because they're they're very different players. They they look completely different, and yet the way they carry the ball, you know, we we've discussed this on the show too. How Maradona moves like with that thing glued to his feet, it looks like, and and that's the way this guy moves too. He gets the ball, and it's like there there's there, somebody showed me a thing where I think they pasted. I might have put this on IG. Um, the Georgian dude and Maradona split screen, and it's a midfield grab and they take it all the way to goal and score and they cut through two, two midfielders, three defenders shoot goal. And the only difference is they move in opposite direction. One, like one goes left and one goes right, but otherwise it's like a mirror image. It's pretty incredible. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, so I didn't, I, so I did get a Napoli little keepsake scarf. Um, I, I wanted to get a sort of, we were, not too far from this small village on the opposite direction of the mountain where we were, uh, Santa Agata, tiny, and like 3,000 people. And I really wanted to get something to represent like the local team, like, you know, uh, sixth, seventh, like even lower than Minneapolis City, like way, like rec league almost. And the dude that was uh, in charge of the property, I was asking him about it and he just laughed. And I was like, how, how do I get a kit? How do I get a something to take back to represent Santa Agatha. And he's like, well, you play for the team like I did 30 years ago. <laughs> that's the only way you get a jersey. It's like, all right, that's fair. But uh, at least I got a photo, put that one up on the IG. It was good. So much limoncello. Mm, I miss <laughs> Surprised he didn't come back with a suitcase full of, you know. Well, it is a liquid, I guess. It is a liquid. <laughs> And I can get it here for extremely marked up, like bottles of limoncello from limoncello yeah. land for like four or five euros. And here they probably start at like thirty dollars. I'm guessing, but you know, it was a good time. Good. Rodrigo's like, all right, enough. Let's go. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm I'm enjoying I'm enjoying your conversation about Italy. Um, yeah. No, I thought I mean that place just looks. I have a cousin who lives in Italy. Um, so, um, but yeah, it just feels like it's like, what's the best way to describe it? Like, it just, honestly, it just feels like a lot of hills for me. And that's just, uh, De- definitely down South where we were, Rome wasn't too bad. You you can, you can walk pretty flat, generally flat Rome. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. That's, I'm a, I'm a flat land tourist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Turtle. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Should we get into it? Uh, Yeah, let's do it. Um, I'll I'll throw it to you guys. You guys want to start one of you with the uh, the new deal for uh, Minnesota Aurora? Who wants it? Yeah. Uh, So Minnesota Aurora announced this week that all home games will be broadcast by Fox Nine Plus. Um, that is their, so they have the streaming network, but then they also have on TV, um, there's like a secondary channel that's nine plus, um, you'll be able to stream it. You'll be able to watch it on your TV. Uh, it will be available for people, um, internationally as well. A lot of, a lot of community owners who, uh, do not live within the, uh, typical broadcast area of these community networks, 
Um, so a bit of a change from, I mean, last year they had the CBS deal, but that was only uh, only streaming. So you had to be on the CBS app to view. And now you can just turn it on on your TV. So uh, cool. really, really big boost for. Yeah, it is. I mean, you can also game. watch it on their, on their website and mm-hmm. Aurora's website. Or uh, wait, no, sorry. No. Uh, Fox's website, and they yeah. uh, they have channels on like Fubo and Tubi and YouTube and all of those. Well, can um, you uh, all all away games? Will that be still on Eleven? I think so, right? Uh, as far as I know, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or um, or or Taylor's... I mean, Eleven or or somebody's parent whoever happens to be yeah i was that was i was so glad that we signed taylor because that was going to be that's dad was going to be the go-to that's the go-to dad's going to be up to with like extra phones and batteries pirate stream pirate Uh streaming the whole thing we're like all right cool so i'm looking forward to more pirate streams all pirate streams are going to be at uh at the black card so yeah so if you want to watch a game and it's pirated just you know where you know where um you know what you know what um what place to go to i wanted to do some like pirate reference but i couldn't even think <laughs> a ship. or like you know walk the plank but you know that's there you different. go <laughs> um who wants to walk me through some of the international stuff i was pretty disconnected when all this was happening but uh i saw the, what's the feeling of um, national team yeah what's the feeling of you united states soccer in in italy did you even get to that conversation or you just were like i'm just a tourist yeah. I'm not did even you that. say hey what's your thoughts on burhalter versus <laughs> i did not but that would have been pretty funny if i just, <laughs> just approached walk some around randos. asking random people yeah, yeah. Hey, so did you hear about greg burhalter that would have been a great I mean, like, mini- just like a quick mini- reaction thing <laughs> right no, that would be like a, a like a daily there. skit that would have been awesome to just get you know you and John Leguizamo walking around. Wrong. Oh man, he he is absolutely crushing. Like I, oh. I hope he gets that job. He does. I hope he does. Really he's well. awesome. He's freaking Doing funny really as heck. Well. Yep. Uh, but anyway, inform me. I mean, things happened. I I think I, they're in the semifinal versus Mexico. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, well, they beat. Trinidad is it Trinidad? No, it was a Gibraltar, right? Yeah, I think it was yeah, Gibraltar, yeah. like seventeen to whatever, you know. Um, which was you know, Wesley McKinney finally showed up. Which I mean, you you can't be totally excited about that game, right? You're like, you know, that was going I mean, to happen. They they need to win it. They just all have to. I mean, yeah. there. I think there was enough from each of the guys. Obviously, it's. I mean, there should have been, right? But um, at the same time, I think having them all show up and, and get a few goals down. and Yeah, that's um, a morale boost for kinda, sure. Yeah, boost your confidence a little bit mm-hmm. uh, and just to kind of like shed the narrative, essentially. Like, okay, we can, we exist on the pitch too. And uh, it doesn't have to be all about all of that other stuff. So, yeah, I mean, and, and it's, and it plays into, you know, people are asking what Anthony Hudson's going to, you know, he's in the running, but we'll see, we'll see how things kind of sort of turn out in a sense. And then there was the um, Salvador game, and that was literally, it. the U.S. men national team had chances, they couldn't put it away. El Salvador is always a tough place to play, and they demonstrated why. And you know, because they're also coached for a, 
um, for someone who was also in the in the, in the U.S. Uh, system, and it it, it was a, it, like there were there were chances. I was like, this is interesting, right? Because it's it's um, but then you know Ricardo Pepe comes in and literally like his first touch is a goal, and that that to me was like, there you go, you know. It was it was a chip for the goalkeeper, and I was like, that that's that's deserved. Like this whole this, this game was deserved to be able for them to win it, and I was kind of happy that it was Ricardo Pepe who was able to do that, because you know he's he's um he's getting playing time in his club, but he's also found a club that fits his uh needs more and his and his style more than anything, and um that helps right, and to be able to score a goal, um you know, like that. To qualify the semis and to also kind of you know uh personally i'm sure he's happy he's done that because you know burr halter is the one that called him told him he was gonna take to the world cup so i'm sure there's 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 some boost in there but there you go i mean that that 1-0 win was was what they needed and he came in and did the right thing so there you go so on the other yeah. side it's canada and and who remind me yeah I don't know. That's, I don't That's know. all right. I I, I'm like, pretty sure Canada Canada's in there. So anyway, they're U.S. is in the semifinal. You're asking me to follow CONCACAF things? Come on now. Yeah. Well, okay. Thank you. I'm, I'm actually glad you said that because I, I always forget, again, what the incentive here is. Nations League leads to what? Or is it just a trophy? I always forget. Um... We did this a long time ago. <laughs> I don't and I don't have year. the notes for this. We did it last and... year. And to be Panama. honest, Panama is the other team. Okay. So Thank Canada you. versus Panama? Yep. That's an awesome sounding match. Canada versus June Panama. 15th. Is, is it a new? Uh, I'm not even going to speculate. I can't remember. Um, yeah. Okay. I will say this. Um, we did see uh, US MNT keeper. Uh, what's old boy's name there at Arsenal? I can't think of his name right now. Help me out. Matt Turner. Thank Matt you. Turner has his little baby reveal, uh, boots the ball into the match. Um, I believe it was pink, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. So there you go. Kind no, of a I, fun that, little end. That's a fun little thing, but I mean, like, bless his heart. I think he has a kid under under five, right? <laughs> <laughs> yep. And yeah, I'm pretty have, sure he does. And, and, and then to be able to have, add another one like that, I'm going to be like, oh boy, you know. Like that's a tough being an athlete. That's that's a tough one. So and we busy, busy, right? I can't wait. You know, I mean, he just needs what three? She got two. Yeah, he just needs like one more kid, and then they can totally make their whole family a, a one futsal team, right? You know, mm-hmm. the Turners. <laughs> can't wait for the kit reveal for that one. The Turners yeah. field the full eleven. Yeah. Um, okay, we can go. I'll, I'll give you a couple directions here. You guys can pick. Do we want to do some uh, MLS or Rodrigo dropped a gazillion notes in here for Woso? So we can head that direction as well, whichever way you want to go. I, I just wanted to point out because we're still sort of in the local national thing is that the um, for those who are subscribed to um, Athletic, Jeff Ruder were a really interesting, awesome piece on. Um, a Minneapolis city, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and compared it to uh, Wrexham. So the title is Wrexham could be here. How uh, U.S. fourth division club Minneapolis city 
survives. And it's a really, you know, um, it's a really good, well done piece, interviews and, you know, um, and, you know, like everyone is always asking, you know, what's, what's the one thing about Wrexham that, you know, is attractive, right? And I think, um, I think this year with, you know, the real gaffer coming to coach um, and them just trying to figure it out how they can do financially and all the other stuff. It's, it's, it's a great story. And I think, and, and, and you look at it, you know, we've looked at what they can do, you know, you put kids in the MLS and, you know, they have um, um, one of their top scorers playing for, for, for the loons too. And so it's like, you know, it's, it's a story that people are, are, are not truly giving them the limelight that they should. And we've done that before here. Yeah, and I mean, all the, all the, the things that they have to struggle with too, that go along with that. Like we talk about all the cool things here, but I don't, I don't think we've spent a whole lot of time talking about, um, you know, some of the issues that they've run into uh, financially where, you know, going, going into last season where they had uh, three different leagues um, that they had to, uh, you know, they had to get players to games. And I remember just a few years ago, we were like crowdfunding for their bus to get them like up to, uh, I think that was Detroit. Um, so the, the little things that are kind of adding up and Dan Hodeman in that, in that piece kind of went into, you know, how they open the books every year. And, uh, if you just look at the difference between 2022 and 2021, um, the numbers were insane because of that leap. So things will get a little bit better, but he also talks about, they have all these guys going pro, um, but there's no, uh, these lower division clubs don't really have the incentive, right? Like, right. Um, they're not, they're not getting anything for all these guys who are, uh, who are playing MLS. They get, they get name dropped, they get credited, um, but they don't even see like, a small amount of money for developing these players. That's interesting. Um, I'm, I'm surprised yeah. by that. They don't get any, any percentage, huh? Nothing. No. Wow. Yeah. And so, and so Jeff did, a, does an amazing job and there's a point where like he actually has a, a, um, like a financial chart. And so, um, of, of what they expected for 20, for 2022 and what they actually got. And so that really breaks it into, you know, how are they surviving? How are they doing it? You know? And so I encourage everyone to go, go read. Uh, if you got a subscription, if not, you know, you know, ask a if friend. Not, there was the, I think there was like a $1 deal this month. Um, but yeah, go into, go into Jeff's feed, uh, click from there. And um, that also gives him credit as a writer yep, if you're subscribing yep, yep. through his story subscribe so. you know even if it's just for this article aspect of it you know yeah, just yeah you can cancel and, it into time it's well worth your money I yeah right now i'm saying it's, it's been you know i'm i'm in, i'm happy how their soccer coverage has improved and like for a long time it was hard to find soccer stuff on there but now yeah. they're they're kind of focusing in on that and i'm, I'm hoping you know you know of course you know you know, I pay it just for Ruder and Linehan, but that's just that's yep. <laughs> that's literally the only. <laughs> I, I delete okay, all of the it. notifications yep. unless it has their names on it. I should correct myself. My my wife, my wonderful our Warsaw correspondent, uh, was able to you know got that for a gift for for me. So that's we're all paying for it. Like we all we all read it. So there you go. 
I'm still tripping on the fact they don't get any kind of percentage because I think, you know, in Latin America and Europe, those fourth, fifth, whatever division teams, if somebody makes it up to second plus well, division, they still get a cut. Yeah, but this is, I mean, we're talking about U.S. soccer period yeah. here where it's not exactly a clear cut pyramid right? right and that's that's part of the story like ah, uh dan talking about how like the the flow isn't there like these mm-hmm. lower division clubs are completely cut off from that pyramid oh, and man, as these other leagues shit. are developing it just leaves them further behind because mm-hmm. they're just like completely fenced off from from the system yes. um and so yes. so the big point there like like the title says like rexam everyone talks about you, you've seen a lot of people who maybe don't really follow soccer, but they started following that story because of Ryan Reynolds and, and co. Um, and, and justifiably. So like, absolutely get excited about that, but um, there's plenty of it here too. Like there's literally a team in your backyard. Uh, if you want, if you want Netflix to make a series about a team here in, in the U S start supporting your local club, ask how you can ask how you can help. And there's, um you know they they sell their kits internationally you can find a minneapolis shirt on uh classic out of the uk but uh yeah they're they're still walled off from the rest of the from the rest of the system and the u.s soccer up. scheme so messed up. um yeah if if you want things to change here in u.s soccer uh start supporting the the local lower division teams because Minneapolis city is not the only one, obviously mm-hmm. there's, um, yep. there's a whole lot of culture that will be left behind if things continue, um, as they are. Well said, thank you for that. Um, Rodrigo, you want to go Woso or you want to jump back to MLS? No, let's go. Let's go. Woso since we take it away. I've already mentioned it and we'll just go ahead. Um, we'll start with, um, so, uh, the U S women's, National team April roster has been decided. Um, some of the highlights are um, Julie Ertz is back, and Casey Kruger re- returned to the team. But also, um, let's see. Um, one of the things that I'm excited to see is, um, like for example, their um, their forwards. You have um, Sophia Smith, but like literally, like if you if you go through this, like you know, like. You really think about this, like this is this is this is a squad going to 23 for your forwards. You have Ashley Hatch, Alex Morgan, Trinity Rodman, Sophia Smith, Mallory Swanson, who's on a tear, and then Lynn Williams. I'm like, dear lord, like just playing the formations on that, you know, it, it's it, it's crazy. Um, you know, I think our midfield, for example, Earth's returns, uh Lindsay Horan, who has not a <laughs> we can talk about the uh the PK later on, uh, uh, Rose Lavelle, Christy Mewis, Ashley Sanchez, who's doing great, Andy Sullivan, of course. The only issue I have is uh, um, Taylor, just because I know they're they're a big body, uh, but I really haven't seen you know um, much enough to be that. But I understand the call up, um, and so that is you know some of the highlights. Um, NWSL, these are the scores from um, last week that we didn't get to because we were recording. Uh, Washington Spirit won versus the Rain. Of course, goal score from someone we just mentioned, Trinity Rodman. Um, 
So the Thornies uh, were able to just blank um, Orlando Pride for nothing. Uh, goal scored by Weaver, Sofia, Inasugita, uh, and, and Michelle. Um, and with that win, the Thorns became the first team in the NWL history with 100 regular season wins. And of course, Sophia Smith becomes the first player in league history to score in three season openers. We'll get more about history about the Thorns. Um, Houston Dash, zero. Racing Louisville, zero. Um, and Angel City, one. And uh, Gotham, two. And that's just such a... Whenever, if you get a chance to watch Angel City, I would, you know, I would totally jump into the idea. Um, because um, Alyssa Thompson is just so much fun to watch. That young 18-year-old um, who became also the fourth player to score in an NWSL. Um, and but also like I've been personally because um they have parents who are Peruvian right and so like that's been my angle and just and I haven't been able to find any article where she like talks about it like because because you know if if they you know because some people have connections with their parents roots and some people don't and that's fine right um but I found an LA Times article in Spanish and where like they interviewed her and she talks about it and she loves it and and I'm like I'm like okay that makes you more reason to get me a, a, a Thompson uh, kit at one point. Um, the goal scored by um, by Gotham were, uh, of course, uh, Mitch Purse and, and Lynn Williams. Um, that, that team is going to be so much fun to watch, too, as well, too. And, of course, we have the new NWSL opening day record attendance for San Diego and Chicago game, which was 30,854 people. So, you know what? That's... That's more than Alliance. It's awesome. So, so that's Very awesome. Cool. That's awesome to hear. Uh, Angel City signs Mexican international Scarlett Camberos from Club America Femenil. That's a big deal. Um, longtime U.S. women national team staffer Dell named Racing Louisville first general manager. Uh, that's that's a new and uh, scores from yesterday are. Um, Thorns four, Kansas City current one. There's also like I don't know have you guys heard, but um, uh, but we'll get into it, um, because Bridget also brought this to my attention in her Slack. Said that um, she was saying I'm pretty sure Nubia has it has this in her notes, and she does. So um, we'll cover that a little bit. But um, the scores: Thorns four, Kansas City current one. Sophia Smith had a hat trick. Um, and Crystal Dunn's go for the Thorns. Um, first hat trick of the season for Sophia Smith. Um, Dominion finally debuted for the current, so that was a good thing. All right. Um, Houston Dash 2, Chicago Red Stars 1. Chicago Red Star has the best kit in this league right now. Uh, the new kits that are out there. I just, I love it. Goal score with Maria Sanchez, Indiana Ordonez for Houston. Um, goal was an own goal by Houston player. With Sanchez and Ordonez, this is important. Scoring for the dash marks the first time two Mexican players have scored in the same game for a team in the NWSL. Put that in your bingo card, but also put that in your trivia. That's a great trivia question. Um, Raising Louisville 2, Washington Spirit 2. Goal scored by Abby Ersic and Amy Borges. Both goals scored by Ashley Hatch. Um, All Rain 2, Gotham Zero goal scored by Jess Fishlock and Bethany Balser for the rain. Um, 
let's see, San Diego Wave 3, North Carolina Courage 1, uh, Alex Morgan had a brace. You know, I just, you know, what else can you can you say? The boot race is, is already between Sophia Smith and Alex Morgan. Uh, can't wait today. And for today um, or Sunday, for those that are listening or not listening at all, Orlando Pride versus Angel City. So I'm looking forward to that game because I totally want to be able to watch that. Um, and the um, WTF moment um, is um, Casey Current Draft. <clears throat> I'm going to say Mikia Minis face me treatment from team mother says in the story from the athletic and literally she just, you know, uh, she posted this on her Twitter feed and they posted it on her notes on the Twitter and Twitter and people were just reading it and the amounts of like bullying and abuse that happened to this, you know, young kid to the point where like, they don't want to play the sport anymore. Right. Um, it's just, um, the things that happen are just like, you know, like things that weren't missed. And the problem that I, we have in this household we have is that this person is just, you know, a draftee. And it, it, it seems to appear that, you know, um, if you're a draftee and not signed, it's like you have no rights. So you can't really do much about that. Uh, um, but so, then there's. Go ahead. There's still an entire um, agreement with the, the players union, uh, all of these things went against those bylaws. Uh, right. You know, trialists are supposed to be provided with either um, a per diem or like a meal uh, stipend. She wasn't given that. Uh, they're supposed to be provided with transportation or a transportation stipend. She wasn't given that. Her grandparents had to pick her up at the airport. Her grandparents yeah, had to drive her to practice. It's really sad to read. Um, she wasn't provided housing. They're supposed to, the bylaws state that a trialist is supposed to be in team housing with their own, their own separate space, but housed with the team. Um, and she had to just go find a spot and um, couldn't, like she went there with no money, obviously, because she's she's what 20 21 um young that's straight out of college i mean that's yeah a, and that's the thing i mean she's, she's been so playing good. soccer not working and saving money to to you know go well and by to, sheer luck to, to have family that actually live there too that can help a little bit yeah like, who, how many yeah. people don't have anyone and end up in a yep. situation right like this? And, right exactly and the thing is too is like this is someone who was drafted that their dream was yep. on that draft day to be picked by a team and then and, to be and, yeah and to be completely to ignored way, completely ignored by the coaching staff and like yeah. cut without a reason given other than like the entire time they were saying they were giving her positive feedback but that was the only feedback she was given according according to this uh this mm -hmm. statement um and then they uh someone asked for uh, i believe it was the athletic asked for comment um, and the head coach said something like, well, yeah, I really hope that they investigate this and figure out what happened. Wow. You're the head coach and you are cited in the statement multiple times where mom had to call you and be like, why is my kid not sleeping? Why is my kid not fed? Why is my kid like completely on her own when you asked her, like you handpicked her to go there? And he's like, exactly. 
yeah, this should be investigated. This isn't yeah. right. Dude, it's your club, man. Like, and this is this where the whole, this is at, my whole friend. system. Yeah, I, this whole freaking system. Um, there's a lot of people on Twitter saying just get rid of the draft. Like, mm. if you can't, if you can't handle like coordinating players that you draft and, and invite, um, hand select to come to your squad. Uh, why do we even have this draft that just demoralizes these players who yeah i mean this is like i said like like it's just it's just horrible and the fact that it took a mom to kind of just like you know talk about the mistreatment to finally have like a players association yeah the, the poor girl's not been talking about this for the last year because of one the trauma and two you know, afraid of what the system could could say about her, you know, for daring to speak out. Um, credit, though, to, and she mentions this as well, credit to Orlando for being the total opposite and for welcoming her with open arms. We've had plenty of conversations about Orlando that were not kind on the show. Um, so they, they did, yeah, yeah, they did step up in this case and and community around that club are commenting on mom's post and saying we're really happy to have her here and we hope that she stays and we hope that you're all like comfortable and happy and mom replied back like we are so happy thank you so much like we're all in so um Orlando um I'm not sure that she is I'm not sure that she is like fully signed but like the community wants her around okay um that's, that's I was what, actually going to check that this morning. Yeah, I was unclear because I know she took she literally walked away from the game to be able to take care of mental health and just live, right? Because you imagine yeah. after being drafted, you have to deal with all this. You get your dream and then no one wants you. And like this kid lost like literally like this is already an athlete, lost like almost 20 pounds because they weren't scary. sleeping, they weren't yeah. eating. That's, you know, that's that's way too much. And like, yeah. you know, like and to share is like I've I've had a I had a, I've had a kid who's lost, in a sense, their love for the game for a while, and took a, a break and and now found it again. But I mean, me us personally in this household having to go through that, you know, it's 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 tough. But I can't imagine, you know, what this has to do with, you know, how this mom, you know. And this and her and her kid is just like had to go through this. And then and this is from Nubia's notes, like um, if this would have happened to Isa and G, and of course I I I I condone this as well too. I would have she would immediately have called the lawyers in my life and raised absolutely hell. It was what happened to after my kid was drafted. Um, um, um there's this um archetype or stereotype about um Mexican people that um they 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 hold grudges and and, and Nubia really plays that into like <clears throat> 120% or 200%. Like you, you cross her once, like she ain't going to forget it and she ain't going to forgive you. And so, um, so especially when you deal with your kids, um, I'm totally with mom on this whole thing. I, you know, like I don't want to watch any Casey current games. <laughs> uh, I just, you know, it's, it's, it's just like, I, I can't understand how this happens and how no one reached out to this kid and no one no one decided to do this kind of much and to lose 
the love that the reason that you got drafted is just so so crushing and i just do not wish that upon anyone but it just makes me so angry just you know like 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 seriously like super angry that this is you know what's happening um this has happened um and and who who knows what else is out there right like we have so many trialists doing yeah, this we, kind of thing and we only know about this because her mom finally decided i can't be silent on this and posted it um she wasn't akia wasn't gonna talk about this herself and she's already commented on on twitter a few times like i am not talking about this for for good reason um and she's not interested in you know asking any answering any questions about um uh, about casey and yeah i mean yeah how many other stories like this have we not heard how bad would was this um previous to uh the players association agreements yeah. when they I mean, I mean we we see them like not following the bylaws but before those guidelines were in place i keep coming back to that too just the backstory before the mother even gets to the point where she's going to co go public with it i mean there's there's probably a whole entire novella of that year and the process and maybe legal advice and who knows what before she yeah. gets to the point where she's like all right i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna drop this Oof, heavy yeah so i'm really thankful for mom just because i i totally see parts of nubia in there but i think nubia would have been more habitual in her posting but um <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, um she's she's not on the roster for orlando yeah um, i think she's taking i don't know if she's, she's coming back to be honest yeah i mean yeah she was she was training with them through preseason but yeah i mean i wouldn't like jump right into uh, playing for a team so um hopefully uh hopefully she's kind of training with them and, and just has a connection in, in nwsl when she's ready to yeah to, uh, and, and that's the thing is like this whole, this whole mental strain and emotional strain and emotional labor that she's gone through it's like she needs a break and yep. i totally understand that because i've seen that and, and and not only my own family members but just overall and kids who get kind of burnt out and i'm like yeah take your time live your life because you've given up so much to be able to achieve a thing which is drafted and and now you want to focus on other things and more power to you on prioritizing that and hopefully um we will see you um playing and, and achieving your dream and, and playing your dream at one what was on dream one point because you know it, it's just unjust unfair and um it should never never ever happen Sometimes I feel like you guys are dropping these stories and trying to push me into the sports psychology track, <laughs> which which I still have time to do, actually. <laughs> you should. No, yeah. Do you know how much I mean, you did in high school? Yeah. yeah. I at the very least, maybe I'll take a take a class. We'll see. Because it's it's totally that. Like, we can talk off air, but I can go off as my first years being in a... a, a even even a, if a not, like, yeah. specifically sports psychology, like... Just having a little background. Uh, having a little background to, to specifically help people where, because mm -hmm. it's it's not always like sports isn't uh, isn't always the main thing in those issues, right? Like other sure. other other things come up yep. um, in terms of mental health and yep. and to have that shade, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Right on. Uh, you want to wrap up with some Aurora, Rodrigo? 
Yeah, so Aurora Science goalkeeper Amanda, uh, is it Borba? I believe yeah. so, yes. From Penn State. Um, and Wes was really excited about that because there's a video circling of Amanda scoring a goal. Yeah, she can score. So. As a goalkeeper, which when I told Matt, Santi. And, and Matt like, Kravatsky is super psyched. She loves Eric's energy here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then, so then, yeah, exactly. Santi was like, Chilla Barrett? Yeah. Because like, yeah, I've, I've coached out Chilla Barrett uh, up, to, up to Santi. And he's like, what's you? Because like the question always comes up from like 11 year olds. Like, who's your favorite of what? He's like, who's your favorite goalkeeper? I was like, um, you know, it's like, I don't like, you know, I like Oliver Kahn. I mean, I, I like the little, you know, Navas. And I was like, but my favorite, favorite overall, like my top two is either uh, Rene Guita or uh, Jose Luis uh, Chilabert. And it's like, why? I was like, let's watch some Chilabert highlights on YouTube. That's the only like, <laughs> cool thing about YouTube nowadays. You, you, you can have type to in see somebody. <laughs> and he's like, he did what? I was like, yeah. I was so like, many free kicks, man. So many free Incredible. kicks. I mean, there's there's this one scene like where like Maradona's playing for Boca and like he has like this amazing yes. kick and he saves it and like he Maradona like can't two, believe two or, it two or three times. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Chilabert comes out right and he ch- and he handshakes him right because he's like the respect is like he couldn't even know it's like upper ninety like super no it was upper it, 90. it's it's Maradona that shakes his hand Maradona yeah, I know like, that's what I'm yeah. saying it's like yeah it's like it's crazy <laughs> yeah I was like I was like yeah really was, like, good. that's 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 my goalkeeper so, mm-hmm. so that's it this, um, I mean this has the potential to be a really fun season in that I mean last year obviously Sarah Fuller got had all the applause. Um, rightfully so she's Sarah Fuller um kept them in quite a few games but um mm-hmm. to have all these like individual talents that will be competing for uh I mean we've we've already talked about like Taylor how Taylor Kane's really going to compete for uh number one goalkeeper but now there's there's a lot of competition for each of these spots um depth of roster as well and especially with this intense season like three games within seven days um Ooh, yeah. we are going to see a lot of these people um and i think it's gonna be uh you know no one has to play second field to sarah fuller right like right there's so i think there's a lot of um a lot of room with the squad to to really show off what they can right. do so is is, is poor bot is, is 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 she is, is it free kicks typically how she scores or does she just like uh, i think it was a set piece Set so, the yeah. ball in, yeah. yeah. Oh, so she's but, more like Alex like style, she, like she, run in yeah, there and she just went put your head on it. Nice. Yep, she went up late. Mm-hmm. So, um, um, who was it that they cool. signed? I don't I remember, like the international player that played. Um, uh, yeah, who was playing pro in Sweden yeah. or Iceland? I that, do that's not that, have that's her that, name that, in yeah, front of me. It, right? Yeah, no, that's not it. Um, one minute. Well, while she looks, maybe you can talk a bit about. The next one, Vienna Benke. That's, yes, that's her. That's her. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Sorry, meant to do. Meant uh, to do that. <laughs> she, she, uh, U, UW Milwaukee alum, Vienna, Vienna Benke, uh, played professionally in Iceland for is it Hawkar or Hawkar and Hockar, yeah. Filker and Filker. I like there's, saying. There's Filker. some accent in there that I can't. Do, but... <laughs> it's, it's it's usually the the dip song, so it's probably like a yeah. I just roll my arch because I like rolling my arch. Where she was tied for team leading goals and assists. This is a really exciting um, 
signing. I mean, they've they've been quoted saying that they, you know, the buzz about Aurora as being a professional and welcoming community, which we are, um, you know, um, and they they really want to do that. So now we have like you know, uh, a midfielder that can score. Um, I can't wait to see them on the field and the pitch, you know, and I'm looking right. forward to that. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. They, uh, it says a lot about, about the atmosphere that some players from other teams, when asked by the league what their highlight of, of the first season was, uh, quite a few said playing at TCO Stadium against oh, wow. Aurora. Like, so if the opposing team loves playing in the atmosphere created by this, by this club, um, I'm sure that uh, one, the community aspect and two, the, just the support or overall yeah. is really that's a big selling point. That's, that's so, really cool. Yeah. That's not really not cool. only that, but the attendance that we get at Aurora yes. games, like yep. com- if you look at some of these NWCL, like opening weekend numbers, oh, like yeah. we talked about the great ones, right. But there's also yep. some that like 3000, you know, or, or, or and and we do that every home game just about yep. if not um so that stadium had never like completely filled up for vikings camps <laughs> and aurora did it like sure overfilled consistently for, like they are adding spots for aurora games so awesome take that vikings take that vikings <laughs> Uh, thanks and for also thank you for use there. of your stadium. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do think we're just um, shaking with one hand and slapping with the other. <laughs> <laughs> we told you, we told you. Thank you for uh, thanks for sharing your space. This is great. There, I think Soda Soccer had like a tweet about wrong answers only about Aurora something, and then I said, um, or what the announcement was going to be. Yeah, and then I said uh, changing changing TCO Stadium to Taco Stadium because everyone loves tacos. <laughs> Because that's what Santi keeps on saying every time we go to TCO. It's like, can we just? So go I up there? I actually I you should tell him I think about that every time I go to TCO now. Like even <laughs> not even just the stadium, but the clinics. Um, <laughs> like all right, time to time to go to Taco. Let's go. I'm go to Taco. <laughs> uh, before we jump to MLS, I just wanted to highlight uh, Adia Gina. I know you mentioned her uh, had her debut and got a great goal. Um, Adi also knows Adi Borges. She's she's one to watch. She. Quickly moved up from the U20 um, Seleção Brasileira Feminina to the regular team. Um, obviously, she's not going to take Debian's spot, but there might be a possibility where they might be running uh, two forwards with her and Debian, which would which, which would cause some serious trouble, I think, in the Women's World Cup. Those two coming at you. Um, she's very talented. She won the uh, Copa Libertadores Feminina, and I'm trying to. I, I was just trying to look it up here. It was, it was either last year or the year before. Um, I think I think last year, 2022. So although she's just getting started in the NWSL, I think uh, she's a player to watch. I think she's going to make an impact. Okay, let's do somewhere in here. We had a match yesterday. Um, Minnesota United played. Um, feel free to correct me, Bridget, as I just kind of move through this a little, a little faster here. Uh, ran out the 4-4-2, similar to the previous match. Can you tell me why... Um, did Valentin go out on yellows? Why, why wasn't he playing? Or was we got an injury situation? I, I just think they just wanted to rest him. I thought. I think so. Yeah. I mean, he was in the 18. I think they were just kind of shuffling, okay. uh, shuffling guys around back there. I mean, well, he, it's, he's, it, he's not DJ Taylor age. So that's what I'm saying. You know, he's, a yeah. player, right? so you want to be able to. Yeah. They, they were going to mix it up a little bit. And I, and I kind of wonder if they were 
also just like saving them as a super sub in case they needed them um you know given st louis's usual usual tactics uh, yeah saving saving the big dude for for later well to the point of the big dude they they brought in lawrence and man i always forget how much of a brick wall that guy is Mm -hmm. he is just solidly built and there were multiple times where people were just bouncing off of him and he doesn't move at all (laughs) he's a big dude um and he played pretty well i thought i mean this match, uh, I, I kind of had a feeling we had the two undefeated teams, the top team, St. Louis, in the entire league, which is just incredible to even say, uh, support supporter shield leading club. Um, so somebody's going to lose their undefeated status here. And they're kind of mirror. I think I, I texted you on the in the Slack about this. They're kind of mirror images of each other, like this first half. St. Louis definitely had more opportunities. They were showing a little bit more offense. But um I mean, I put it, out shooting uh, Minnesota like nine to three. At one point, it was seven to one, and then it really quickly went to like nine to three. Yeah, right. Inside, right. inside of like thirty minutes, which is sadly kind of a theme <laughs> so I mean, far this yeah. season. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we but like, we can't shoot. So, yeah, so when we, so when you were like, they're they're mere images. I'm like, well, one my, team is shooting, and yeah, not my, my, minus but, that yeah. aspect. <laughs> at, le- at least they didn't give up an almost goal like in the first thirty seconds. That's so right. I mean. Yeah. baby steps <laughs> there's you, know, um, you got it you got to get that first minute scare in yes. just uh just to keep dane oh uh, man yeah it would be minnesota like originally this minnesota team right now is like um it's, it's like that you know we're we're a smashing grab team we're not gonna outshoot anyone yep. we're not going to we're not going to do and that we're just God, it was to, to do that against a team like st louis who i didn't realize how freaking fast they are mm-hmm. and they just go like they will just steamroll everyone inside of the first 20 minutes honestly i haven't i haven't watched a st louis game from beginning to end yet this season until now um i did catch that the second half of that first match and then like extended extended highlights so i didn't realize how quickly they were coming out um and maybe that was a little bit different just for just for this game knowing uh kind of what minnesota was playing with but um yeah foot races and yeah. and their midfield completely outran our guys uh fraga looked slow compared to whoever was marking him in quite yeah. a quite a few times and, and he picked up a foul a he yellow did. card literally at the 19th or 20th minute so like and and he was lucky to not get a second yellow a few times yeah but somebody it was it was a it, you know it, like we've talked about how like the MLS or like, you know, like the KC, the SKC and the Minnesota games are like the friendliest rivalry. But we all know that when we play Portland, it's like personal, right? It's like, it's like a person. This has become another rivalry in a sense of that because this game was like physical. There was that one slide tackle that literally sent someone flying up into the stands, it felt like. It was, you know, um, uh, you know, credit to St. Louis for, for the being managed and, and being put in a way. I finally was able some of the highlights and some of the stuff that I saw, I finally was able to see um Klaus and there's a point in Klaus's game where he literally re- resembles Neymar in a sense of like trying to fall and trying to draw fouls every single second or just delay anything, which which I laughed at when I saw that. But at the same time, um St. Louis had several chances that they could not put away. Mm-hmm. Um, and DSC was playing really well, but so was That's so was our, our defense. And I think that's that's one of the things that 
you know, um, that um, kind of change. And you look at St. Louis, they started making changes in the 60th. And then we go to halftime 0-0, right? We come back kind of with the same lineup. And then at 67th, this is the this is the question that, you know, a lot of people are having on Twitter is like Dotson comes in. No one's bad at that Dotson comes in because the energy changed during that when he came in. And eventually, you know, that's within those 10 minutes is when we got our goal. Uh, but Mendley Garcia got out, the leading scorer, right? And the guy uh, who had the best chances compared right. to, you know, some other uh, top scorer standing in front, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Senor Yellow was totally... Yeah. It's 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 a conversation and, and topic, like like people are like, can why do we play him? I was like, you rather have Dunlady? Yeah. I mean, it's funny that my and there's that right. There's that part of it actually changed it to Amadio. So so that's one of the things that you know that that's in there. But dear Lord, like he has chances and he just is not is not connecting. I mean, there were some really pretty sequences where the ball comes to him and he just... Yeah, he did the spin move. But I, he wants the pretty goal. He wants the pretty goal. And it's right. just like, man, yep. just, just, just do rip the dirty it every goal. once in a while. We just need someone who does a dirty goal. Just yeah, do the dirty or, goal. Or just even outside the box, sometimes just check the keeper and just rip it. See what yeah. happens. doesn't matter, you know. And I think when Dotson came in, um, the dynamic changed. Of course, he's a injury. But we've talked about that midfield and how, like, right now, it, you know what's the right pairing that we have? I think Ariaga is is it should be in there. Absolutely, um, I I put that down. Yeah, because he's yep. he's one he's he's shown that once that Ray is Ray Ray has left is that he stepped up to be able to to kind of be like that 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 six um yep. and that eight and uh, he's you know he can hold on to the ball but he can also pass it and he likes throwing those long balls to people which I think is something that other teams have not, not not done and we're still trying to figure out what identity of this team is this is without a Robin Lude uh, who was who was sick um, but also you know a Robin Lude who who hasn't gotten a chance to gel with his midfield or figure out what it is that it, that's going to happen but dear lord like Bongi <laughs> has totally stepped up the second the second season and I'm loving every single one of them just his touches are crisper they're not so wild. I'm sure he's still he's still rough, but that that level of confidence and and, and you know I think that's that's one of the things like, Which I is think just to the, try shit too, like just throw something against the wall. Like he's yep. he's the player that's going to do that. Um, yep. Adiaga, man, I to, to Bridget's point, they they did get run over in the first half. That's true, and then they made some adjustments in the second half, and there were multiple moments where Adiaga was just all over Klaus, just shut him down, cut off all of his lanes. He, he couldn't get anything going. He was, he was getting frustrated. I can't remember if he got carded or not. I, th- I, I think he did. Didn't Klaus get a he yellow? Did. He yeah, got, so. it was late. Yeah. Not, but, but not that, long before they subbed him out. And I think that was part of it. He's, he was just getting frustrated because every time he try and make a run, Adiago was just yeah. like, no. <laughs> his, his one good, his one really good opportunity, which he, he managed to just whip the ball in between. I think it was, boxy um and i'm not i can't remember who ran back but he just whips it in but it was the one where ariaga just hadn't tracked back with him Mm. and he was like another 20 yards out from uh i think there was they were trying some interlapping run or something there but 
yeah, Ariaga was on him the whole time. He really was. He really was. Good game for him. Uh, we didn't talk about the goal. There was a uh, there was an early maybe kind of sort of PK thing that wasn't called. And I just put in here, oh, man, I hope we get one back. And we got one back. Um, I can't remember who actually passes the through ball. Who 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 gets that ball to uh, to Amaria? Was it was it Ariaga again or was it somebody else on that through ball into the box? I think it was Ariaga. Um, man, the, the, the dude's everywhere. Um, yeah, but, but I, I think the, the fun thing is, is that St. Louis, like that foul that Herbert had, like that was totally unwarranted. Like you didn't need to do that. The ball was already like your other defender was already tracking the ball and was going to go out and you just literally just took somebody out because you were mad yeah. at them. You steamrolled them. <laughs> <laughs> you just you just wanted to send the message and it's messages that you you know you and Amarillo rolled around as he should you know because yep. I'm sure it hurt, um and then he got up, and and he drilled it down the middle and there, there we go. go you know and then and then and that's where I fell asleep ladies and gentlemen <laughs> I, I I thought I was still in the game and my wife came down changed the channel and uh, I woke up and we're I was like almost at the end of local news I'm like what happened. <laughs> so clearly they held on congrats loons yeah but it, but it was scary i mean um st louis was like you know we can't do this you know and then they literally poured it on and you know the the loons brought in uh Coleman, rosales right and to be able to do all this other stuff um and there were chances you know that that st louis had to put away like there's one one perfect chance but the, i forget who the players they got the ball right on top of the six and they just turn and shot and they skied it. Yeah. Like literally from that difference. There were like, a yeah, few of those, goal. like yeah. the best, all of their best chances ended up going like 20 feet over the crossbar. Dang. Um, yeah, it was, they, yeah, they got steamrolled, but I think they, um, balloons kind of figured out, got their, got their footing. Yeah. Um, and and it, it was kind of like, the they just didn't expect them to come out quite that quickly. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Which, I mean, it is a usual thing for the loons. They they usually yes. fairly flat, so so it's not really a surprise. Like, but, oh, oh yeah, right. We're playing um, a game. That's right. <laughs> but then yeah, you you have all these guys who are you know really kind of hot tempered and and will go you know one v one two v one with with all these guys who are uh, feeling the same way. I think Trap's main role last night was uh, to play the peacekeeper to get in between Frogpane and the ref a few times. Got in between Ariaga and a few guys. Yeah, um, he's he's the negotiator, and and for the most part, um, that's really the only time that I think we saw much of him. Mm-hmm. Um, which also, I mean, if we're not talking about him a lot, that's also a yes. good thing as, as yes. defender. So, Agreed. Um, so no like massive mistakes back there. Yeah, um, I think that's key. They did they they held as best they could and then between the yep. midfield and the back. Yep. And, and, and get the win. Uh, I mean, it's, this and, is a big one. Yeah, Stay so, not only that, but Wood Trap didn't get a yellow. He did not. Yes. How about that? Yeah. So um, and he probably single-handedly kept Fraga from getting a second yellow. Uh, nope. tweet from shout out to West this morning. Reviewing Adrian Heath's tactics from yesterday, I'm most impressed by his novel use of not passing it to the opposition striker and letting him score. I think <laughs> other MLS coaches will try to replicate against that against St. Louis in the future. We we, we took a bet. Uh, Who thought that it was is, going that to is be? key. That is key. I thought it was going to be Amarilla, but apparently that didn't work. Um, oh. But yeah, I mean, three 
three road wins. Yeah. Um, it's 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 commendable. I think that's definitely you, and, and we've talked uh, about how we this haven't team seen is that going since uh 2019. Even that yeah. was mm-hmm. chippy uh, with away games. So and I think mm-hmm. I think what we need to really focus on the aspect of it is like we are a smash and grab team, and that's fine. Yeah, like we'll let everyone out possession us, everyone out yeah. shoot us, but we'll get those chances in the box. It, it doesn't to have to, to be pretty, you just have no. to you just have to which change yeah. games. There's there's Which not going to be any five nils like this <laughs> Vancouver Montreal situation here. So just yeah, I mean don't, don't expect that. Supporters. like that's <laughs> right. one oh two one. That's totally yep. fine. The like, question is, they're getting like, it done. There's going to be a point where like either teams figure it out or we just don't get as lucky, right? And so mm-hmm. what's going to happen to get us out of that funk? Because it's coming at one point. It's going to come. Oh yeah, it's all it it all collapses at some point, but. I mean, LAFC is coming. Yeah. <laughs> There's, well, yeah. yeah I mean, one, one of many. That's um, okay. Yeah. We, we do have a Chicago and an Orlando to kind of bolster. There you first, go. Yeah. So but here's, okay. the, here's the thing for me is like the, yeah. the loons remind me of um, opening uh, season for uh, Nashville. Mm. Yeah. yeah. You know, like they're, they're, they're good. They're a good defensive sound and they have a good outlet. Of course, we don't have a a, a, a Mukhtar to to totally just <laughs> right. dot 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 South you know, Korea. But, yeah, well, we don't know yet. Um, and well, we gotta wait till their their passport it, gets sent. They got the work mm-hmm. visa, well, but they didn't get the he, passport. He did get it back yesterday. He just didn't oh. get it back in time to hop on a plane to yeah. get in the, into the lineup. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, he's not just gonna. Be another striker island situation right yes. but he he's also a winger so um it could work i'm i'm kind of glad he didn't get it on time i was a little worried about what throwing another guy in yeah no you're right last night definitely like like definitely. hey we got this new big guy let's throw him in tonight and then we've seen those before like yeah. we saw maria it was the same situation even reynoso it was the same situation where it was just Okay, cool. He's here. He's doing. Wasn't some that cool all things, twenty seven and twenty eighteen? Like, dude gets it, off the yeah. plane. Great, you're starting. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Like, get off the plane, get right into the lineup, and uh, you know, maybe look pretty a couple times, and then that's it. Yeah. Like, so I, I mean, having him on ice for a couple of days, it, I don't think is a problem. No, um, and, and I mean that that speaks to the level of depth that we have, right? I mean, like. We can play around a little bit with it, which we haven't had before. And I think that's one of the positives about this thing is we have enough players to be able to do that. Sure, we don't have enough. Undefeated in five games without him. Yeah. Undefeated, right? We're we're still undefeated. Are we the only undefeated team? Uh, Uh, I think there's still one. Okay. Well, we're still undefeated. So there you go, guys. Yeah, going going into last night, we were one of four. So okay. Um, I, I can't remember. I think New England might be in there as well. I feel it. That's pretty cool, though. Um, big win, and uh, had had uh, St. Louis pulled it off, I think they would have set a record for yep. best inaugural start, I believe. Uh, so they, I think, well, they I tie. Think they, yeah, it was a tied record. Yeah. So anyway, good for them. Um, oh, this is L.A. So L.A. and Minnesota in the West undefeated. There you go. Thank uh, you. And Cincinnati. Cincinnati. 
Who had yeah, that's that on their, story. on their bingo card? None of us. None of us. I'm sure Brian um, Vasquez did. Yeah, oh, I, I, well, yeah, I just highlighted a couple <laughs> other ones in here, too. Uh, Colorado actually holds LAFC yesterday, so that's a, another tie for them. Still staying undefeated. Uh, Vancouver, huge win, 5-0 over Montreal. They're, they're kind of mid-table, but they're just putting up massive goals between this one and the Champions League. But then San Jose, we don't talk about them as much. They, they get a 2-1 win. San Jose's right behind Minnesota in points. Hey, they're just hey, quietly climbing. Hey, Poppy, How yeah. you doing, Lucci? <laughs> there it is. Hey, hey. You look good, my man. I mean, it does. He's dressing. Hitting on the coach. Good stuff. There you go. I mean, honestly, who 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 does not want to have a Bobby's other team with? Uh, <laughs> and uh, and, and the other upcoming still hurts. Still too soon. <laughs> you know, I mean, those two attacking players that they have, it's just, you know, so much fun to watch now that they're connecting. So yeah, am I surprised? No. I mean, I, not really. I mean, Lucci's done this before. We've seen what he's done in FC Dallas. Um, I just think that, you know, it's going to take him, a, you know, give me another four or five games, and then I'll tell you who San Jose truly is. And I think they, yeah. they are one of those. They want to be that sleeper right now. No one's talking about because they're gelling. And, uh, but I wouldn't be surprised at one point where, like, they're, you know, they'll be outscoring people or, you know, for one. Well, I think I- I think oh, that match San Jose Minnesota is going to be an interesting yeah battle. I, I don't know what I'm going to do in that match because like it's it's my stepdad, so like <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully it's weather sweater weather, so he's you know get mm. some. Uh, I should maybe little... I should try to dress up and, and be be. <laughs> <laughs> You guys want the scarves? Like, you want uh, all the, uh, the uh, intricate like patterns? Scarf. Should we should we hit up uh, Target before we go to the store? Right, right, right. Uh, I'll buy I'll buy some like slacks. that game a couple of years ago where yeah. he clearly went to Target to get a new sweater because it was colder than I expected. <laughs> uh, Bridget, I'll give you the last word. I think you wanted to to, to say something MLS related. So, uh, did I? Or maybe not. <laughs> if not, we'll go to a break. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I'm good. I don't. If I did, I don't remember what it is. <laughs> right, right on. Well, let's take a break and we'll do some internationals. Thank you very much for listening to the show. Join the Patreon at patreon.com backwards slash. Minnesota Football Show. Welcome to the second half of the Minnesota Football Show. It's the international news section, so let's get cracking. Um, I don't even know what kind of accent that was. I just you, you kind of floated in between a couple. <laughs> I, I was like, yeah, I'm I'm the mutt of uh, I'm I'm the mutt of accents. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> the only one that drives everyone crazy in this house, and and. Uh, I say in, in as well as G, but um, and Bridget was is my num photist. That's the only one that drives everyone insane. What and was that again? Not num photist. Oh, I see. That's that's he did. I give it the the last the last episode. It is pretty much that. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> shut up. I, I did have a dialect coach at one point during my, my theater days. So if you want to really get that one down, Rodrigo, you can 
find your theater dialect coach. No, no, I, I just want to do it my own way because then it'll be wrong and people actually know that I'm joking and not actually trying to imitate it. Problem is nobody <laughs> can tell what it is though. Exactly. <laughs> is, that, is that English? I think that's, that's part of the fun, I think. He's, yeah, I just, uh, he's just doing his own thing. Um, like the All like right. the little kids with their completely own language that they mm-hmm. understand together I, and no one else knows my, my, I, mine aren't little anymore bridget and they still do it that's yeah <laughs> I, 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 I hope my mom doesn't listen to this podcast episode because then she's gonna roll me in into the whole uh linguistics aspect conversation and i don't want to do that <laughs> oh that's right that's her bag i remember that um well you you guys can fill in here because again i i was traveling and not as focused so i was catching scores here and there i saw actually a couple on, on screens at the bar but you know again it wasn't wasn't like planted for enough time to really pay attention but i, I just put a couple through the international break that kind of caught my eye uh first one probably being the, the well there's two that are the most surprising i think um morocco and brazil played and i think they played in morocco if i'm not mistaken and morocco gets the win two to one pretty convincingly uh casimiro the lone goal for brazil but fall and sabri both scoring for morocco i mean the the team is legit they, they are carrying the momentum post world cup still solid still dangerous on the counterattacks and yep yeah it, it, it was not a fluke like they they outplayed brazil yep and I, I think also too it's like santi has like this this idea that um that morocco should play in copa america this year and i'm like Ooh. that would be great that's it we sure would i, I can that would be great that. Uh, the other one, which was pretty surprising as well, Scotland and Spain playing in the, uh, oh, the, it's the UEFA Nations over there too, right? They're all Nations Leagues. It gets confusing. But a big win, 2-0. Uh, it's McTominay scores, gets gets the brace, both goals. Uh, I, I, I didn't put it in here, but it's the first time Spain's lost to Scotland in a long time. <laughs> like two or three decades, but a minute. Uh, so good on Scotland for taking it to them. I will pass the mic to Rodrigo. I know he's itching to go. Yeah. So, um, so here's here's a couple of things. This is, here's like international news, but like funny news and like crazy news. So, Peru played a friendly against Germany and got the butts kicked, but that's fine. Like totally, right? And then they played a friendly against Morocco. Do you guys know where that friendly was played? In Madrid. So. Uh, as happens with the Peruvian fandom, uh, once they find out what's what uh, stay, well, not Madrid, but what hotel they're staying on, they surround it, right? Because that's what they do. That's what that's what that's what supporting sections and supporters do, right? And so, um, because that was happening, a bunch of the players and the staffs went out to uh, I went outside the hotel and wanted to to kind of like you know thank the fans and for their support and, and all this other stuff. And within it, you know, apparently Madrid police is not like that kind of congregation. Um, and one of the, one of the police officers, the Madrid police literally like does the grab your shirt and lift up and push back of Josemir Jotun. Uh, when that happens, uh, Gianluca Lapadula kind of steps in and, and tries to defuse it and someone pushes him and then Pedro Pedro Gallese is good friends with La Padula, so he steps in. It's a big old shoving match. Three Peruvian international players for the national team were were um, detained. I guess is the best way of saying it, right? Um, 
literally hours before the friendly against Morocco. Um, huh. they, constantly they were, actually, they were actually going at cops. Huh? They were pushing the cops. Yeah, they were pushing the cops. It was like a big old pushing Spex. match. And like, you know, they were just, you know, because like they started pushing the tuna and just, it just, you know, the staff was trying to get in between them, but it was just like a big shovel match. And like, guess is one of those hotheads that, you know, he'll just push anyone if, if, if mm-hmm. it's warranted, but it was warranted. And he was uh, literally the last person that got released, but it involved the consulate, it involved the embassy, it involved everything you want to think about, um, you know. Uh, and then the funny thing is that that Morocco versus Peru game ended up being a 0-0 tie, but each team had a red card. Mm. Right. So people always ask me, like, you know, why do you hate Spain so much? And I was like, this is one of the reasons. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. It's just like the, the aspect of like, you know, the way there's a lot of history between Peru and Spain and that majority is not good and continues to be that way. So there you go. Yeah. I'm going to f- fact check myself really quick. The Morocco Brazil game was played in Tangier on a yeah. neutral ground too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right on. Um, Switching to uh, Women's World Cup, the potential next one. I'll, I'll just kind of throw these two together. Uh, Brazil made their official bid as a host. Um, there, there's a certain level of overconfidence that I'm a little concerned about here because they're kind of acting like they've already got it. <laughs> I was like, it's just a bid, guys. <laughs> but there's there's a lot of very confident social media blasts. And, you know, to their credit, they probably are the front runners. They don't have to do much in terms of preparations and stadiums and all that stuff it's all done um maybe they can actually use Manega Hincha that just kind of sits there in Brasilia for their like third or fourth division team or <laughs> let, let alone the uh, the mess in the Amazon that they were going to turn into a prison <laughs> good on social media and journalists for just completely shaming the uh local and federal government that they actually did not do that because that would have been a uh, disaster in many many respects but the point is there's stadiums and all the infrastructure it's done it's all there just gotta like cross some t's and dot some i's um this came out though for the current potential world cup here not potential the one that's going to happen in a couple months this is a potential uh i don't know policy again that fifa is just being fifa is trying to pass where they're claiming as they did for the men's world cup this this past winter that they're not going to allow the uh, rainbow LGBTQ solidarity armband on captains or anyone else. Uh, I seriously doubt this is going to hold. I'm sure there will be some kind of a uh, protest or action against it, particularly with, you know, how deeply embedded it is it is in the women's world cup, even compared to the men's. Um, so for now they're claiming that it is prohibited. There's a lot of time between now and, end of june i don't think this holds i hope so yeah or, or either that or like you're gonna have to see like whole squads who wear the armband not get either yellow carded or fined later i don't know what the yeah. policy is but that would make even bigger news i think that's right I, th- I think there's enough solidarity between the teams that i mean the one pictured here is germany but there's 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 just a bunch of teams that might just like walk out and sit down and not that's, even play <laughs> I mean, if if we saw it from the men's sides, uh, you can expect at least that and more from the women's sides. Exactly, so. exactly. I mean, I mean, if 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 we can have just two or three players, like famous players for each team, just do it. 
I mean, you saw what happened at France when they kicked out the coach because two people right. said they weren't going to play. I mean, yep. it's 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 going to be you know it it it's a lot harder um, for them to to negate this uh, idea than 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 like say the men's World Cup, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's going to be interesting. Eventually, uh, just, they're going to have to answer for all of that, and uh, maybe this uh, is FIFA. maybe this is the time. Consistently FIFA, terrible. FIFA. Yeah. Um, I'll connect this one. Yeah, U20 World Cup, kind of a big story out of Indonesia. That yeah, so sad. Were the host. go ahead and take it, Rodrigo. Yeah, no, 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 go for it. Go for it. Well, I mean, the headline is that they got stripped over. Um, it's Bali. Uh, didn't didn't want to host a Israeli team. I, right. I, we've already gone long. I do not want to get into <laughs> Israeli <laughs> politics or had another three hours here. Um, but the point is, by denying the Israeli team. And then basically saying that, you know, if we're doing this U20 thing, they also aren't going to be allowed to play in this World Cup. People's like, okay, you lose. <laughs> You're no longer the hosts. Go ahead. No, I just, and the, and the thing is too, is that um, Indonesia hasn't really been part of the U20 World Cup for a long time. I think it was late 80s. Um, or early '80s that maybe they, they they were active, and so like this was going to be their bid to actually be in it, and like, um, like I don't I don't disagree with the decision. I just think that there's been other situations where like in FIFA tournaments where other other uh, teams have been banned, and you know, um, and the whole process of this whole thing, but the historical context of this thing is huge, and I. And, and, you know, and I think that's one thing that people always say to us is like, um, you know, why is football or soccer, why is it considered political? Because it is, it's a reflection of life, you know, yep, that's why emotion, it's, 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 it's that, you know, and this is, this is a great example of it. So I feel bad in a sense for um, them being taken away because this is a big money grab that they already had been um, working on. And it, it's tough when, when a, when a small country is, is putting a lot of their efforts to to make sure that they 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 benefit from something like this but Indonesia time, is not yeah. small to be clear Indonesia's well, yeah. huge population <laughs> yeah yeah you're right on that but like in, in, in terms of maybe football level I'll yeah, give you that yeah that's sure. what i meant yeah. right yeah <laughs> and they're i mean the funding for like it's lower division in terms right. of international standing so well and, and now it's the crunch right because this thing is supposed to start in may 20th that's two months not even i thought it's not even two months it's like a month and a half <laughs> so yeah i mean like how's I get that gonna it, play but out but but at the same time like it's it's a u20 so like mm-hmm. you know like i'm not yeah. too worried the, All you the really logistics is... are not the same as... yeah so that's true I, I saw that argentina threw their hat in i don't know if oh you god guys that would be horrible else. Again, it's to the wire though. They uh, they might just do it because of because of the time crunch. I don't know. That'd be crazy. That's the last thing I need to see. (laughs) Oh, more Argentinians flocking flocking the Socalo and whatever. Just yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I don't know. We'll we'll see where it goes though. It's 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 kind of wild that yeah, kickoff is coming so soon and now they're just like scrambling. Um. Uh, sorry, not Konkakaf. Uh, African Federation doing their Champions League. Uh, I just put in a couple scores here. Like basically, all the big teams won. Uh, we got Casablanca, Alahi, uh, the 
Sundowns from South Africa, and then uh, Petro Atletico there in uh, in Angola are not a big team, but it was cool to see them get a nice win. Um, Bridget does not want to talk about EPL stuff here. I'll just quickly say Man City 4, Liverpool 1 had a great Turn- start. Turns out that they don't need Erling to score. So, yeah, you know, we were just looking whatever. it up on the break that I, was, I couldn't remember why he didn't play. He was he was injured on Norway duty, and he was I saw I saw the video of him just like dancing in the stands. I'm like, what's going on with that guy? Why isn't he playing? Didn't Good for it. him. I'm glad he had fun. He did. He definitely he was having fun. <laughs> and for those that uh, decided to sleep in, that was the right decision. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Another 4-1. We had two 4-1s yesterday. Arsenal over Leeds. Uh, Gabriel Jesus take the wheel. Gets a brace. Looking pretty good. Uh, what a race that's going to be between those two teams. And I think they still have one more match together, don't they, against each other? You're Arsenal talking Arsenal-Leeds? Oh, Man yeah. City. Yeah. Ars- yeah. Arsenal-Man yeah. City. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. That'll, that'll be a huge match <laughs> in terms of uh, implications for winning the whole thing. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm unfortunate with but, the injury that that Leeds has of you know probably their their best um, U.S. player um, who's also the feistiest was always yeah so we'll see how that works out for them but let's see uh, Rodrigo you want to get your Newcastle in I think did they win yesterday uh, no they're playing right now they're playing right now all right yeah you got you got a got a live update for for peeps I'll let you take a look zero 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 all right there we go. Um, I guess the last thing I've got here is the state Guayano final is is this week with Guayas and Atletico Guayanense, and that'll be a two-leg thing. So this is uh, Guayanense hosting first. Um, lot, lots going on now. Like the, the season still hasn't started, but Atletico gets moving in two weeks. But then they've got this first leg. Uh, it's fun to see Guayas back in Sudamericana. So they've got their first match with Santa Fe from Colombia in the following week. Then they've got the second leg of this Guayano thing. Hopefully they win the, the whole tournament. And then the season finally starts on April 15th. So it's just fun. It's good to see Guayas back into international play. I like that. And that's about all I got. Any things you guys got any little things you want to add? Oh, yeah. So um, I don't know if any of you watch the uh, Mexican League, but the game between Leon and... Um, America ended up being like literally like a debacle upon debacle of like I didn't I didn't see the the game itself but some no of I didn't I watched the highlights been, uh, of all the fights so yeah and, yeah and, that's about and, all it was um, not only that but like uh, but also when the referee um, had someone come up to him uh, because he was handing a yellow and got like face to face he need him in the dance. Wait, who needs who? The player the needs referee. the ref? The ref. The ref, the yeah. ref need the player. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to see that. The yellow to, you haven't seen this? I don't think so. Oh, yeah. This was what, uh, yesterday? When yep. was this? Mm-hmm. That was yesterday. Right. I'm, I'm looking at it. And up. apparently, um, they've been reported that the referee will not work again in this tournament. He's also uh, he's, he's close to being fired as a referee due to his constant, constant mistakes. And the America match against Leon was quite controversial because the coaches of the teams fought. And like, that's one of the things. Like, you, if you have to watch the replays and find this, is that's what you need to watch. It's not only that the referee needs somebody, but like, there were uh, there were shouting matches and they were pushing matches, and then the and then the coaches are yelling at each other across them. That the fact that the fourth referee has to get in between them, 
And in one of them, you can tell that one tells him something about his mother. And then, in a, <laughs> and then in a post interview, that 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 coach, you know, is kind of upset about it and and crying about it in a sense, right? You can see some some teary eyes, and he's like, you know, it's like I condone, you know, in soccer, I condone. There's a lot of different things. Everything stays on the field, but not when you talk to him about my mother. And then he walks away from the interview. <laughs> so if if anything, I will tweet this out. But like, there's so this game was just nuts. And yeah. I've got the still. I'm trying to find the video here. Oh, there's tons of videos. I'll send oh, them all on Instagram. I got it. I got it. I got it. So it's Leon. He just like, drops yep. the Leon player. Yep. <laughs> he says, you're too close, buddy. Here's my six feet of space. Whack. Bam. And you can, okay. you can tell all the other guys are kind of surprised. Like, hold up. That just happened. And and in a way, like, I understand that he shouldn't have done that. But in the other ways, how many videos have we seen where, like, where, like, referees get beat up? But like or sucker punch yeah, by somebody like, else yep. right or another player or something else and here's a guy he's like you know what you're too close boom i'm just gonna lift my leg boom there yeah. you go it doesn't it doesn't look too too direct or strong from what i'm seeing here but yeah there's no contact. but it's yeah it's contact and that's uh yeah, there's contact so like, <laughs> wow well thanks so for if that. he gets that was, fired that was, good, that was a fun one to end on yeah so if he gets fired um let's uh let's welcome into the mls because that's totally something that yeah <laughs> perfect uh nice yeah well thank you both it's great to be back nice to see you bridget and rodrigo and thank you listeners yeah. once again uh patreon.com backslash mn football show is the spot if you want to support this thing and we'll be back next week um who does does minnesota have a home match I don't think so. No, they're oh, at no. Chicago next week. There we go. Ooh, fun. Oh, that's right. Because Zeller's been talking about taking the train for like the past month. Cool. Yeah. Yep. So next week it's, at uh, Chicago and then the week after we have Orlando here. Yep. It's the there Nathan Hot Dog versus the Dome Dog Derby. <laughs> all right. Uh, that's all I got. Thank you all. And I guess Minnesota, thank you for uh, punching me right in the face with eight inches of snow after we got back. So. Appreciate that. That's the, that's the welcome you always want. Welcome Seriously. home. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I did a, get a couple bike rides right away, in at least so. beforehand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, that's the spring snow thing, but yeah. mm-hmm. damn, it was heavy. And yeah, there's more coming fun. this week. Perfect. Yeah. Okay, we're not supposed Great. to end on bad news, okay, guys? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Referee, nut up. shot. Boom. Yeah. There. yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, don't do that to my ego. Like, I really want it to be spring already. And like, uh Same. I just can't mm-hmm. ski on it. Like if I could, if I could ski, it'd be fine. Like the slop, like I'll, I'll like sink. Yeah, it's all just yeah, it's not worth it. Yeah, yeah. All right, buddy. But Bigotes should be having fun in all this snow, right? He loves <laughs> it. He sure yeah. does. Yep. Yeah, can't wait. Yeah, Remy's the same way. He hops up and down like a bunny. Yep. That sounds familiar. All right, did, everyone. Did you, I'm gonna ask you this before we like. Did, did this, does Remy like put his ear down and like push himself on his ear on the snow? No, that. Do you have video of that? I don't. I should try to get him though. It's so funny. Yeah, like he just no. he like leans into it and then just like pushes himself. <laughs> he's like, he's like shoveling. Doing? He's like, hey, I'm gonna. I, 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 I think he just likes the cold on his ear. I think it just like cools him that down or whatever. But it's but it's so it. funny because it's just like his little head's like across the that's, snow. That's hilarious. You totally need okay. to get that on video. <laughs> you blow up All the right. Instagram world for sure when you do yes. that. I'm like, yeah. Oh wow, yeah. a doggy doing that. Boom. It's pretty cute. All right. All right, now we can sign off. <laughs> okay. <All right. laughs> oh, boy. Bye. Bye.